Welcome to a special crossover episode of Second Opinion and The Raft, in which we will review Season 4 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, Second Opinion is a review show from The Nexus, and The Raft is an MCU fan podcast, uh, and we are teaming up in order to bring you the best review of Season 4 that we possibly can. Find the show notes of this episode at thenexus.tv slash SO19. So, Tyler and Will. Hi. Hello. I am super, super excited to join you guys for this episode because yeah. I've been I've been listening to you guys for the better part of this school year. Heck yeah. Our only and fan. It's you know, <laughs> that seems to be what happens to me all the time. I get really invested in a podcast, like a, a smaller podcast, yeah. and then I end up like guesting on the episode, and then I end up taking over the network. That's what happened to me <laughs> over on the Nexus. <laughs> That's funny. It's appreciated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, doing crossovers is super fun because then we can, even though we don't have very large uh, audiences, you know, we, we get people exposed to different shows. Yeah. Like, hey, two, you could double our audience. Like two people <laughs> yeah. decided, you know, next Wednesday to just hop over, you know, give it a listen. Mm-hmm. We're, we're suddenly exponential increase in popularity. It'll be yeah. So definitely, if, if you're interested in lots of other Marvel stuff, uh, definitely keep listening to The Raft. And if you're interested in reviews of all sorts of things, not just TV shows, but including like movies and games and um, hardware, software, all kinds of stuff, uh, come on over to Second Opinion and, uh, and give us a listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll be posting this episode on our podcast and this podcast for our one audience member who isn't you uh, is posted on his thing and yeah so for people who don't listen to us but listen to you which is more than the opposite uh, we review every Marvel thing that is under the MCU banner so not so much X-Men but every episode of S.H.I.E.L.D. we did this season and then so far we've done the movies that have come out since the fourth season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. when these kind of started so yeah, yeah. and and the um, the Netflix shows Yes, yeah, those as well. So uh, we have done Luke Cage and Iron Fist so far. We might go back and do roundups of the other ones that are already beforehand. We're going to definitely do Defenders. Yeah, sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, uh, not only reviews, but you guys also do Marvel News every week. So what do we got coming at us this week, Tyler? Right. Now we do Marvel News. It's a lazy roundup of just stuff I found on Twitter relating to Marvel, particularly movies. Um the only S.H.I.E.L.D.-related thing I found was IGN's review. I don't love IGN, but who cares? They said Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 4 was the best season yet, and they gave it 8.8. <laughs> nice. Uh, which, they loved it, I guess. 8.8, solid, best season ever, whatever. IGN, you're crazy. They did like, although I've, I've noticed, we've mentioned this, and a lot of people reviewing mentioned this, isn't a spoiler or anything. The, the pod system of this season, the kind of three chunks, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of reviewers liked that, so that's interesting. Um, there's been a lot of Inhumans news, because uh, at the end, this is a spoiler, I guess, at the end of this season, there was a tiny teaser of just audio only for the Inhumans show that's going to be playing before the next season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, at, in its kind of time slot, I guess, the first two episodes are going to be like in IMAX as kind of a movie. It's a very strange thing they're doing, but apparently um, besides some uh, photos of the cast and that little teaser, a trailer of some kind leaked hmm. and then got ripped down. So I there's a bunch of posts with the link to it and the link is dead because it got ripped down. <laughs> but there are photos taken of it. So um, there's some interesting stuff. I'm sure there's also like... I'm sure there's also links somewhere to it on the internet. I'm sure it exists in some website that will give me many viruses <laughs> if I go to it. Um, Daily Motion or something. Uh, but the pictures I have, there's like a place that looks like the island from Lost and people running through the jungle with guns, like machine guns. There is some like spacey looking stone hallways and stuff that may be Adelan or something relating to the Inhumans, if you're familiar with that. It does look very austere and uh, not fun, which we predicted uh, right. over on our show. <laughs> uh, and there is a gift that survived the ripping down of everything else that I found of, uh, and this is a spoiler, I guess. Uh, so beware, Lockjaw the dog. 
who's an inhuman dog. He's a bulldog that's like a, <laughs> as big as a bear. He's a he's a bulldog as big as a bear. He has like a symbol on his forehead, kind of like uh, who's the naked guy from <laughs> uh, from um, the Watchmen. Anyway, he reminds me of that. He's a big bulldog who can Rorschach. teleport. No, the guy, the, the blue guy. Oh, Doctor Manhattan. He's like Doctor Manhattan, but a bulldog, and he can teleport. So there's this weird <laughs> what awkward a comparison. Scene. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> there's this weird awkward scene where like this guy who looks very serious and is probably the guy who doesn't talk. Uh, Black Bolt. His name is Black Bolt. Maybe it's him. I can't. Don't remember. And the dog just kind of whoosh in from the side, teleport into the middle of a street. But it is a big CGI bulldog. I don't know if it looks great, but it looks like a big CGI bulldog. So it's canon now. So if it's okay, so if the the first two episodes are gonna be in IMAX first, is it is it coming to TV at all, or yes. you know do do I have to? Okay, so I don't have to find an IMAX theater near me. No, it is an ABC show. Okay, uh, so it is just like Agents of Shield, but the first I think they're just two having episodes, a special premiere for the first two episodes. Yes, um, That's and uh, what was that? There was something else about it. Oh, what Will and I mentioned on our show when we kind of heard about where this is going to fall in the season um, is that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. got pushed ahead till next year instead of mm-hmm. coming out in, I guess, probably the fall or whatever. Um, and I, what I th- am assuming they're doing is this, which I think is not a full season of a show, but a shorter thing, is going to be at the front end. Whereas, like, in seasons past, we had a chunk of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and then a chunk of, like, uh, Agent, Agent Carter, Carter or a break for something else and then Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. again. My guess is they're pushing the first half back, and we're not going to get a gap in the middle, and we're going to get this on the front end. That's my guess, but I'm not sure. So a mini season of this, and then a full season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. without a break is my assumption, but I'm not sure. And um, how how likely do we think it is that the two shows are going to be affecting each other heavily? That's a good question. Because, um, like, yeah, because... Agents right. of S.H.I.E.L.D. has kind of gotten drifted away from the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe in, in terms of, like, direct right. causes and effects. Um, Agent Carter had a little bit more to do, but, of course, it was, like, set way right. far in the past. Yeah, and, and got canned. Um, yeah. It's interesting. What's interesting is this was going to be a movie. Mm. Uh, back at some Comic-Con, they had a list of every Marvel movie in oh, yeah. the millennium. And this was the last one for, like, 2019. Um, they kept the exact same title card, like the ti- the title design is exactly identical, but they made it a show instead, which I think was wise because I don't know if a lot of people would have watched this as a movie because I don't think a lot of people know about Inhumans. They in would have and have the giant Marvel logo above it, and everyone would be yeah. like, "Oh yes, I've been a well, fan of the Inhumans forever." Let's <laughs> <laughs> like, go see it. Well, even it, whether or not it would have been successful, I think it was smart for them to not make a movie out of it because it is weird and niche. Um, I think this fits better, and the fact that they acknowledged. Because what was surprising is back when this was a movie, and then Inhumans started showing up in the Marvel TV show, in in Shield, mm-hmm. it was like, whoa, they're introducing Inhumans this early on the TV show. They're gonna have to intersect in the future. Now they're getting out of it because now they never have to intersect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, we never have to acknowledge Shield on the, in the movies ever. Not that I want that, but it, now it's much easier for them to ignore the fact that Inhumans have been around because it'll just be in the TV universe. Um, yeah it'll be interesting um whether this will intersect with the with shield i mean it easily could um right because i mean yeah because as you it's said, all on ABC. humans were in shield <clears throat> right we have a whole pretty heavily over the last couple of seasons so. yeah we've got a ton of them since season two really uh yeah. so we got a ton of them this is kind of not about the inhumans as we know them because basically the humans we've been introduced to are the x-men they're people that have basically become mutants on accident, and they're like, how do my powers work? And then they freak out. Uh, and they're basically just people who live in New York and stuff. The Inhumans we're talking about on this show is a much niche, more weird thing, where they're like, they're the race that are descended from the Kree mutants, much like these people are. Mm-hmm. Except they never forgot. They're basically this like separate race that lives in their own weird space colony on Earth. I don't know if it's in space. They're like this high-tech colony, much like the city we saw Mac fall into in season two or three. It's like a they live in their own separate society. They know about the Kree. They know about their heritage. And they're in their own little Neverland. Okay. With their own society. And 
they know about the Inhumans and they know about all this stuff. So it we got kind of hints of what that might feel like in maybe um, Zhai Ying's season two thing, mm, yeah, where mm-hmm. she kind of has her own colony and they know all about how Inhuman stuff works, but they were kind of rogue. Uh, but these characters are canon characters. If these guys were in a movie, they would be their own Avengers team. We got like Black Bolt and Medusa. <clears throat> Sorry. Black Bolt and Medusa, and they're like the king queen of this kind of weird pseudo uh, society. Of, I don't know; it's not feudal, but they have a king and queen, so they're kind right, of weird. So, <laughs> so they're not. So they're not making up their own team for this TV show the way that they Mm-mm. did with Agents of Shield. No. These are all. These are all from the comic books. These are comic book characters, and mm-hmm. I think when in, Will might know more than me, but I think when Inhuman started, it was these characters. And they were like kind of weird pseudo space people with alien powers. And then I think once, because there's this weird politics in the movie universe of Marvel, where once Marvel started making their own movies and the X Men were making their own movies and they couldn't get through that business deal. Right. They basically took this old property, the Inhumans, and they tweaked it to basically be the new mutants. We're like, oh, yes, and random humans on the civilians on the street get powers from this Inhuman stuff. Mm hmm. That's actually Miss Marvel's yeah. uh, in that right boat as so well. So now, very some very popular characters now are all humans. They're basically acting as mutants, but in the comic book realm, Marvel's kind of phase out X Men because they can't draw in the same audience who are watching their movies. Right, because they had to come up with a different explanation for the origin of um, Quicksilver, and the Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Witch, and Quicksilver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great example. Well, yeah, the fact that there's two Quicksilvers, depending on what movies you're watching. Because um, <laughs> there's a, another Quicksilver next one. Um, mm. Yeah, that's where you're kind of seeing that stuff. And that's where we're, this kind of Inhumans thing got rewound up. Because the original Inhumans were these weird kind of space people. But then they kind of made them more humanized. And they're like, oh, yeah, they're in New York. And they're normal kids just trying to get along with weird powers. <laughs> uh, much like the X-Men. At a special so, school. I have no idea. No, they do. Okay, <laughs> do they? they do because there's adult. I don't know how. I don't know how this works, but in the comics, there's a. I think there's like a city called Adelan, which is like hidden, and it's this futuristic society. But then a chunk of Adelan, or like a little like a chunk of it, or a tower that can fly, just floats in the Hudson. It floats over the Hudson, <laughs> and people who are in New York and get hit by this bomb of um. A bomb goes off that shoots out the uh, terrigen gas. Uh, if if they want to like figure out how their powers work, the Inhumans, like Medusa, who live in this tower in the Hudson, will go and find them and be like, "We'll show you what's up. We'll teach you our ways," and they can come in and get some training and then go back out and live their lives, which is actually very similar to what Jaying does in the second season where yeah. she has Gordon go and kidnap people who are like what's going on and then they go back to the little town and then they learn and then they go home um, so it's very similar that's what happens in the comics but it's super bonkers and mm-hmm. really really weird <laughs> right because they're just in the middle of the river in the city yeah it just floats there and <laughs> which is like gets which blown up and sinks at one point and then comes back I don't know comics are bananas it's not worth talking about them unless you're talking about Hawkeye who's the best also Spider-Man <laughs> and also Spider-Man apparently also Captain Laserbeam. Yes, Captain Laserbeam in the podcastiverse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so let's uh, let's bring it on back to Agents of Shield season four. Then. Yes. Yeah, sorry um, about that. We're gonna we're gonna start off hopefully with as as spoiler free an overview of the season as we can, um, which is kind of tough sometimes. We get excited and uh, and, and want to talk about everything. I'll stop um, talking. But we'll, We'll we'll let we'll let you know when we um when we're going to go full on spoilers and get really in depth with it. Um Yeah, so Tyler, as as you mentioned, a lot of the other reviewers really liked the like dividing the season into three chunks thing. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm inclined to agree with them. I really I really liked that that structure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well with a with a twenty two episode season, it's seven seven seven. That's pretty I mean seven seven eight. Right. That's like mwah, perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's excellent. Um and it's a thing they've I in order to maintain track of like what happens in past seasons, I kind of break them up that way and sometimes mm. it, they do break up nicely and it seems like they just committed this time and are like Yeah, they actually gonna... named the different sections. Yeah, and they named them, which even helps to kind of keep track of all the events cuz dang, so much happens in this show. Mm-hmm. But yeah. 
Yeah, I, and I I appreciated that like if if I wasn't super into what was going on in one of the chunks, I knew that it wasn't going to be long before we were going to move on to something else. Yeah, I, I definitely like, and for the most part, they progressed pretty quickly through all of them, so it wasn't like there was a whole lot of dead time in any of the chunks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Ghost Rider was actually the the pod that had the most filler in it um but yeah. everything else just kind of kept moving along every episode mm-hmm. yeah yeah it kept it nice and snappy mm-hmm. and i don't think it's a spoiler but ghost rider also in a smart way sets up all three of them um there mm-hmm. are little nuggets of information in the first pod that all pay off or explain things that happen in the next two so right right yeah even though they were introducing like a bunch of magic stuff in the ghost rider one mm-hmm. we also i mean that was that was the first time that we've started to see LMDs being built, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even though it wasn't until the second chunk that we were focusing on the LMDs. Yep, and we even have the framework as introduced in the first, the first. Pod. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, wow! It's like Where, the opening it, scene, isn't it? I, th- I think it's one of the first scenes of yeah. the show. It's like the opening scene of one of the first couple episodes where Simmons is like, "Wow, this is a very realistic lab I'm oh, in, yeah. except I'm floating off the floor." Uh, sorry, that's a spoiler. <laughs> for the first episode nah. <laughs> uh anyway so they're in not the framework but they're in a hologram version of the lab so they introduced that early that yes we can make holograms of places <laughs> so that way when mm-hmm. it all happens later we're like not like where do those come from i i think that was actually one of my complaints one of the things i didn't like was how much um, i would have liked them to have each of the sections more divided so the first mm-hmm. section was only Ghost Rider, second section only robots, you know, um, yeah. just because I have a terrible memory. And so <laughs> by the by the third chunk, when they're calling back things that happened during the Ghost Rider section, I'm like, oh, wait. Oh, yeah, that was kind of a thing. I kind of remember that happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hope that you weren't very surprised, like that, that you weren't confused when uh, prominent characters from the earlier sections showed up again at the end. No, no, we, I, I guess that was going to happen, but uh, <laughs> yeah. s- some of the smaller details of how things worked. Yeah. 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 I also think, I, I really, really enjoyed this season, and I think that this was, pr- this is definitely my favorite at least since the first season. I can't decide if I like it better than the first season or not. Oh, first um, season fan. <laughs> but I, I think that part of the reason that I liked it so much was because I was able to draw so many parallels with Stargate, which is was the sci-fi show that I grew up on. Stargate! And so my, I think my housemates get really tired of hearing me whenever watching anything, no matter what it is. You know, it could be the Great British Bake Off, and I'll just be like, oh, you know, this reminds me of an episode of Stargate. <laughs> But this, yeah, this season of, of uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had just so much stuff, like um, themes that were tackled in Stargate. But like, you know, they, like I feel like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was taking it to the next level this time. Um, I really, really liked that about it. It made me it made me think a lot. It kept me engaged. Um, yeah, it was it was just right up my alley. Yeah, I also agree what, that Stargate is amazing. As, as I know, I'm, I have not watched. I saw the first movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. But wait, the uh, one from the 80s or 90s? The original. Okay. Yeah, with James Spader and um Yeah, James Spader who I didn't realize that was even was him until way later. Uh but no, Will, you're I know Will happens to be a fan of uh Battlestar Galactica. Mm. I'm assuming there's probably a lot of Battlestar Galactica comparisons given the artificial intelligence. Right. Yeah, a little bit. Maybe not a ton, but I, th- I feel like Battlestar Galactica uh, dealt a lot more with like the religious side yeah. of things oh. than than with Again, the like I, I know nothing about Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just assuming because I know there's robots in it. The like the <laughs> main conflict and not main conflict, but one of the main conversations is like, is there one god or are there multiple gods or are there no gods? Oh, okay, never mind. And they had a <laughs> yeah. they had a spin. I know it's about robots that look like people, so I was making assumptions. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Turns out there's a lot of different ways that you can take that. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to get into some right. spoilery zones. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm. We talked for like five minutes and I'm out of things that I can <laughs> say without giving spoilers. I mean, so yeah, it's like it's 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 a happening show. A lot of stuff happens. If you're not talking about what's happening, you're not talking about much. I, I think it is the best season, though. I mean, they they just the the character the writing for the characters like i think in the beginning seasons they focus more on things happening than the way characters are reacting and yeah. and it just makes it feel 
more shallow. Um, but this this last season, I think, I think they were just fantastic. Structurally, this season, I, I mean, I love the three pod thing. I think that makes more sense. It just works. I don't think it's my favorite season because of side plots that are bad. Was um, it the kiss? <laughs> it's well, it's everything with Col- like Colson is this my probably my least favorite season of Colson. And I'm a Colson fanboy for those of you mm. who haven't listened to the raft, which is everyone. Uh, I, I love Colson and he, he's a he's a character who is no one knows how to portray him because he's never been portrayed once the same. <laughs> <laughs> so occasionally I like him, occasionally I don't. In this season, they just did a lot of like good stuff and just a lot of stuff that I was like, Ugh, why is this happening? Mm-hmm. And again, this whole season, like the setup was great and the main plots were great and what the main characters did in those plots were great. But although they did do a lot of character stuff, so, uh, so many of them were like, why? That I was like, Ugh. Whereas I think if I went back to season two or three, I, I'd be more invested in those. Mm. Um I think the, they might not be as structurally sound. They might be slower or a little more wonky. But like this thing where Simmons is in space, like all that stuff, uh, those are so good. And I don't know if I can point to one thing in here that I loved as much as some of those things. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Yeah, and I think I think the reason that I'm conflicted between this season and season one is just because of how darn perfect it was, um, the tie-in between Winter Soldier and the show because like that that just emotionally (laughs) wrecked me for about two weeks um combined with the fact that i think i watched uh the amazing (laughs) spider-man right at that time as well and i was like no (laughs) everything i love is dying (laughs) yep (laughs) Uh, that's the thing with season one is i don't like i i mean i watched the show and i was fine with it I actually watched it after it was out. I think they were getting into season two when I started watching this show. I bought it on mm. iTunes. Um, but the whole first season is fine. But the last third, again, if you cut the first season into three pods, each pod is better than the last. And the third is a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Like the thir- If you cut the first season into thirds, the last third, which is when things actually have a plot, are amazing. Yeah. And Ward is Hydra is the like one of the best, like, Okay, well that's a spoiler, but if you haven't watched the first season, why it's are you watching? It's a spoiler this? from four yeah, years why, ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> forget that. Um, like that was amazing. I was like, this is phenomenal. This is genius. I hadn't. Wa- I haven't. This is, this is going to be a spoiler for Game of Thrones. I haven't watched Game of Thrones, but I know this, so forget all of you. Uh, <laughs> I I happen to know that people were like had their minds blown in Game of Thrones when uh, I want to say Sean Bean, who everybody thought was the main character, dies. Although he mm. always dies, so that's not a surprise. But. Um, <laughs> I know that was a big thing. Like, whoa, G- Game of Thrones will just kill any character. They're not afraid of it. And I had, I only knew that. I never watched the show. But when Ward is Hydra came along, I was like, that is stinking bold. Because besides Sky, he's our main cliche protagonist. Like, he's the spy guy. He's the guy who kicks the people and shoots the people and does the spy hacks. And he does all this stuff. Like, he's kind of our leading man and love interest, maybe. And then they completely kill that plot line and are like, no, he's a villain. Game changer. Like that, they had no holds barred. So I, I agree with, I think that final fourth or the final third of that season might be my favorite chunk. But because the first two are just like Monster of the Week and not that great, I can't say the first season is my favorite. Okay. That was a rant about That's season fair. one. <laughs> <laughs> it's over now. Uh, uh, all right. So we want to get spoilery now let, on season it, four? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, so if you don't want spoilers, uh, if you just wanted to know whether you should watch it or not, um, this is th- this is all we can tell you, man. Yeah, Good. It. Make your choice now. The acting and, is uh, great, and the, the stories are great, and it's never slow, really, much. So, yeah, it's a good <laughs> show. Watch it. That's it. Awesome. So, on to spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. So you you mentioned that it was really really ballsy of them to like take Ward and make him into a villain. Um, I think that it was really ballsy for them in season four to take Mac and have him stay in the framework and make that decision that like no this this world is better for me and I'm going to stay here even though I know it's not real. That like and and like I always have thought about that choice. Mm-hmm. ever since i watched stargate but they never make that choice in stargate right uh, you know okay. they they always make the choice that like oh the the world that we've built up for the rest of the show the the quote-unquote like real one 
is the one that everybody needs to choose because that's mm-hmm. like the right choice for some reason. Um, In Stargate's defense, every other world that was an alternate world was terrible. <laughs> so is this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I well, I yeah. Stargate. I can't talk about Stargate. <laughs> I mean, the, yeah, there there was one uh, alternate timeline in Stargate where like they hadn't met the rest of the the galaxy yet, and so like things were just fine on Earth, and. Yeah, and so like it, it would have been reasonable to be like, N- no, I want, I like this world, but um, but yeah, that let's not get too much into Stargate. Let's do <laughs> stick with Shield. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I I guess I felt like that was a that didn't really surprise me. I mean, maybe if you're comparing it to Stargate, where they never choose it, it's more mm-hmm. of a surprise. But to me, it's like, yeah, his daughter's alive. Like, no, Dolly's gonna pick that. Yeah, I mean, again, I was surprised. I was surprised, but also they don't commit. Like he comes back. Yeah, and um, yeah, and I, I would have been had he died. I, I would have been much more shocked and been like, "Whoa, there's no more black people." I feel, <laughs> I feel really bad saying this, but I think I would have been pretty happy if he had made that decision because I was been like commitment. Like, it yes, been, it would have been interesting. <laughs> I don't think it would have made. I think the way they set it up, where the world is collapsing, it wouldn't have made any sense. Right. Um, and Will and I talk about this on our podcast, where the fact that everyone disappears in the whole universe except his daughter, who's also not real, doesn't make a whole lot of sense either. <laughs> yeah, uh, I started trying to figure out what kind of like network infrastructure they had set up where that <laughs> that kind of like one piece at a time can disappear. Nice. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe uh, her his daughter was a child element of <laughs> of Mac, and so they had to. He was she was based on him. Yeah, because they did mention that, like, the code was being run separately on, like, almost every computing device on the planet because they had, like, you know, some worm had infected everything and was <laughs> running the framework on every single computer. So, I, I don't know. I Yeah. I was, okay. Oh, wait. I did that not remember that. I think so. I, that I does sound I familiar, that. but I completely forgot about that till just now. And the fact that you just triggered that in my mind, I was like, that explains a lot of the ending. <laughs> because... Yeah. I was very, I think me and Will just pass it off as like, oh, well, but you're right. They didn't, they set up where like the whole world was kind of secretly running it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I and that's why, that. that's why they could tap into it from anywhere, right. I think. We thought and it was, that's a, why, we thought that's it was why just when, on a Dropbox account. Yeah, we did. <laughs> that's why when, okay, because we passed it off as like, eh, plot fudge. When but it goes right, underwater. Because when, when it's underwater and the whole base explodes, it's not dead. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's still everywhere. Okay, mm-hmm. I had forgotten that detail, and that clears up a lot. Yeah, so it could be that, like, different pieces of hardware in the real world are in charge of keeping track of different parts of the the simulated world, possibly. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it all depends on what, what kind of infrastructure uh, Ada decided to set it up with. And it's it's, yeah. it's quantum ghost drives. So, oh, and, yeah. Like, physically ghost, like, dr- spirit drives. So, it, that's how. Let's because just... we saw in first in the first act we open that box that has nothing in it but it has ghosts it has invisible it. lights or invisible yeah. something that can't be seen by the human eye and then you yeah. and they showed it to us so wait were they okay so they weren't running this on normal computers that they had no they, they probably they probably were he's just making a joke. i think they were mm-hmm. they they set up the idea though that it's part magic right yeah <laughs> yeah how much i mean i so that after after explain. learning four years of college uh programming skills i still am just like man computers are magic (laughs) (laughs) i don't understand how they work yeah let's do a quick calculation to figure out how much redundancy there would have to be if every machine had a tiny amount because like if one person's cell phone gets turned off you know oh yeah (laughs) someone just goes brain dead (laughs) just like a pot in the corner just disappears what what just happened all coffee tastes like nothing now. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure... We lost the code for coffee flavor. It's just gone. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure that, like, Bitcoin in real life does something similar, where, like, even if the, the computer that figures out the next piece of the chain or whatever, like, all of the other ones have been updated to match, and I... It's magic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cryptocurrencies, man. What are they? Fake. We need to go back to <laughs> the gold about standard. What, it's all about what you make them. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, I also I really appreciated the way that they were addressing the question of like we have these machines now that can emulate like human behavior perfectly. Does this mean that we're that they that they count as people now and they need the same rights as we do, mm. or can we just shoot them in the head and it's no problem? Um, 
they kept having that conversation and leaving it open-ended but in the end they also killed all the robots and didn't feel bad about it yeah it seemed to me that they were kind of drawing the line between like here's some lmds that were built with like our current human technology and so they're using like just normal processors and stuff and it's okay to kill those ones those ones are like you know uh, they can't actually feel but then like once you had the ones that that um had the the crazy uh hologram brains Mm -hmm. given to us by the dark hold like then it seemed like they were like like you know that the writers of the show were kind of feeling like these were real living feeling yeah. people it's the difference between ada in the first episode and like robo may yeah robo may yeah has a lot more complexity and stuff mm-hmm. uh right the, the, the problem with that is the whole season ada oh. was just normal processors right she never uh, got it's to... until the dark hold came up but like the, yeah. the first ada we're introduced to is just a robot right like she's just a robot in a closet with no clothes on and <laughs> <laughs> when we ignore that but uh yeah, she's just a robot that Radcliffe made with normal technology, and she's very, like she doesn't even work. Like she she kind of half works. She doesn't really know like turns yeah. and rays. And then he kind of makes her slightly better, and then they use some some voodoo, and then she kind of is humanized mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. quantum. Uh, again, they set that up real nice, and I loved it throughout the season. I think they did a good job of making it not too cliche from most other like movies about AI and stuff. Uh, but then at the end they make a robot Simmons and just like myrtleize her. So <laughs> like without remorse. So uh, then it's like, well, you've obviously just tried to do a thing because you thought it sounded cool and didn't think about everything you set up. Because... But also if you can build a robot that can build a human or robot, then the question is where does robot life begin? Is it at, uh, create <laughs> at trying to draw parallels <laughs> between conception? And... I got what you're going. Anyways, <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that that kind of speaks to the singularity as well is like once mm-hmm. we once we have invented computers that can design the next computers better than we can, like um things are going to get away from us and what do we do about that? The answer is blow up the base. Appar- where they live. <laughs> That's the answer. Is, uh, get all the bombs, uh get all your shotgun axes and just go to town. And make sure you have insurance. Yes, 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 yes. Which we assume the base has. Yeah. Also, no, I mean, Mac- like, I mean, like, oh, ro- robo insurance. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uprising insurance. Yep. <laughs> Do you think we'll have a space base next season, and just we'll never return to the burned out husk of a SSR base? Uh, be yeah, because they, I mean, they they keep moving the team around to different home bases, mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem to bother anybody. So nah. I wouldn't nah. be surprised. They're gonna. They're going to do the thing where they're in space for like half the season and then they come back and Talbot totally decked out the base and now it looks all different and more sci-fi. It's called, it's called Talbot Land. Tal- <laughs> and every day is Taco every Tuesday. Every day is Taco Tuesday. Oh, God. And it's just the U.S. has just ruined the base. The security clearance is just one person at a desk and if you say you have to go by, they just let you in. Yeah. And it's just Talbot. <laughs> it's, it's all it's all robot talbots running the entire race. <laughs> he found the robot cloning machine. I did. I did nightmare think season in the in like the last episode when they shoot Talbot in the head. I had a, a f- couple of seconds where I was like, "Well, he must be a robot." Yeah. Like because there, <laughs> there's no way to know with with this season with you know with these writers like whether they're going to throw us like a, oh they've been a robot all along you actually don't need yeah. to care about them dying. <laughs> That's yeah. why Talbot doesn't get cultural uh, awareness. And... <laughs> oh, that's why he's just like, yeah. your clothes are funny and your accents are weird. <laughs> Chinese people. Are you wearing <laughs> we're, a, we're a pajamas? While yeah. wearing a kimono. Uh, exactly. Yeah. I hate Talbot. Talbot. Uh, what was I going to say? What's, oh, what what wait, what's say your is... thought on Talbot, Ian? I, oh man, I hate seeing him anytime he comes on screen um more definitely more than i hated seeing like um them resurrecting ward over and over again for the last two seasons no 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 no. they did a good job resurrecting ward over and over again i you know i'm fine with all of it i i i just felt like anytime that they beat him and they you know they they buried him right i was like okay we can we can just put that behind us now 
and I don't have to worry about him anymore. But then, you know, the writers keep bringing him back. <laughs> kind of like how it took Stargate seven seasons to beat mm-hmm. Apophis. <laughs> um, but yeah, actually, I there is an exception, though, because I didn't mind seeing Ward this season um, because there was a, a, a new interesting twist on it that he was like... He, he, you know, they introduced him as he's a Hydra agent, but then it turned out he wasn't a bad Hydra agent. Um, and so they, and, and it kind of fed into more of what they were doing with the whole framework um, storyline where we've got our classic characters, but they're in a completely different situation now. Mm-hmm. And so your situation can like totally change who you are and how you act. Um, and so, you know, good people are bad now, bad people are good. Um, mm-hmm. And and you know, being that Ward was the bad guy for the last three seasons, um, that really drove home that that this can really be true. Yeah, it was it was definitely an interesting going into a computer system was definitely a more interesting mirror mirror episode than pretty much any other sci fi show has done of oh, alternate dimension wormhole uh, yeah. thing. Well, and they're like, but it is an alternate dimension. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, <laughs> it's just a computer. It's the one that we made, but it still mattered. Like, yeah. they still they kind of mash them together. Uh, yeah, I, I think I understand why bringing Brett Dalton back 10,000 times should be bad, but I feel like he did a good job every time. Like, as kind of too cocky spy guy, like, I believed it, and he was kind of fun. And then when he turned, it was, like, haunting because he's, like, completely different and terrible. Mm-hmm. And then when he, like, is evil and kind of crazy, then it's like, oh, boy, like, he's burning his family alive and all this crazy stuff is happening. And then he comes back as like this alien dude and has a completely different performance. Right. Yo, oh yeah, nothing against the actor. I love yeah. I love his performances. Yeah. And but I think just that, like, that what yeah. makes that's what makes it not feel too repetitive or mm-hmm. cheap mm-hmm. is that he kinda nails it every time, or at least keeps it interesting. You're never like, Oh, we gotta watch this guy more. Like he's playing right. somebody else and it feels like somebody else. Um And also I, think, I like all yeah. of his deaths. Also, I feel like we should have warned you, Ian. Uh, mm-hmm. Tyler talks over a lot, and he doesn't mean to. He just does. So yeah, you just, just push past him talking, and you'll be fine. <laughs> I'm already talking in my mind over you, and then it just kind of spills out. Uh, I totally understand. Yeah. I mean, that's... You're, the, you're the one guy who listens to the show. You know what's up. And it's and yeah and and that kind of thing is compounded by the fact that we have you know the half second delay or whatever since yeah. we're not in the same room together. We'll, we'll, we'll get we'll chalk it up to that. Yeah. <laughs> there me. you go. Uh, um, I also I really appreciated like the um, not subtle at all political commentary that they stuck into the whole like we were living in an oppressive regime Fake and news. Re- resistance is uh, justified and <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and yet she didn't whatever that tagline is make and America great again still she ah, crap I forget how it is persisted and yet she persisted and still whatever what is that the from? Internet thing. Oh, the from, internet was from Hillary. Well, I don't know. The internet was just obsessed with posting pictures of like anybody, any lady who's awesome, and then being like, and yet she persisted, which is a mm. quote from something. I think. And then I, I think that was from Fitz Hillary's campaign season. video. It might be. Anyway, possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I liked. I I think my favorite thing was like they had used each one of those lines like fake news, alternate facts, make. Mm-hmm. Hydra great again or whatever they'd use all of those lines in like different episodes and then there was one episode like maybe the last one in the framework where they just crammed them all into like one sentence yeah. may just says them in the stream yeah <laughs> like in case you missed the memo miss this is what this season's about yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's great it's interesting how that evolved because i'm guessing they weren't planning on doing all that stuff when they wrote this season yeah so when when did they film everything? That's a good question. Well, I guess they, I mean, they don't probably have a very long turnaround. So I'm guessing they. It's probably within I mean, they like a month. They obviously filmed it after the election and everything. Probably, yeah. Because that's when they said it all. I guess my question is, when did they write it? Right. And yeah, when yeah. did they go back and be like, oh wait, all these fit perfectly in the thing we already wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, shove them in. Um, they said that right before they started crying on set. <laughs> All these things <laughs> yeah. fit perfectly to our current world. <laughs> Crap. Yeah. Um, I props though for not making it feel awkward because they did say all those things, but they made double sense. They made sense as a reference, and they made sense in context. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So they did a good job of kind of making those kind of real world parallels. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember who said it earlier, but Colson this this season was was off the game. Yeah. Um, on and off. I was yeah. thinking that May also both of those two kind mm-hmm. of took a back seat to pretty much everyone else because yeah. May was also like a robot or unconscious for most of the season. <laughs> I think a whole third of the season. Yeah, yeah, literally. More. Like she, they wake up from the uh, framework and she goes. Uh, what have I missed? Uh, the last thing that I remember, we were fighting against um, the Ghost, Ghost Rider's Rider, uncle. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is literally a million episodes ago. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of like, yeah, because after they paid off, I mean, these are early things that happened to them. But after they paid off Coulson, uh, figuring out how he came back to life, and her um, shady past, which were both season mm-hmm. one MacGuffins of like mystery, where else do you go with them? Oh, I forgot about that flashback. That flashback was so bad. Wait, what flashback? Oh, Bahrain. The no, not Bahrain. Oh, where they're where they're flirting. Where they're in like the Russian. Yeah. It's oh. Face. <laughs> it's really like. Oh yeah, because we we talked about that on our podcast. How like me and Will have hated this love interest thing, this whole plot line, and then because we were like, where did this come from? This makes no sense. Like he was in love with the cellist and then left but she's still alive and then he falls in love with that other lady who we were okay with because <laughs> she was a fun actor and then she died just for drama's sake and now he's on to may and then we were annoyed at that and then they made this whole episode being like it was happening the whole time see flashback <laughs> like and also the russian was there <laughs> yeah see it all connects uh, i'm also just made it up i'm confused about why colson is the character in particular that they keep setting up with like new romantic interests yeah. you know like other other than the like constantly kind of under the radar like Fitz and Simmons when are they going to get together yeah. uh drama they haven't had any other characters really doing anything well, well Hunter and Hunter and Bobby did. oh yeah Hunter and they Bobby. were great and then Sky and Ward the first season and then Sky and Lincoln oh the yeah Lincoln I almost forgot season. about Lincoln that's because Lincoln's a boring guy <laughs> Lincoln is inherently I'm going to glower and crackle in the corner. Yeah, he's just very simple. I, I'm glad Ada killed him in the framework. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. they didn't show it, but they were just like, yeah, he's well, dead. Well, he, he works, the actor is on blind spot now, so he can't come back. <laughs> he has on blind spot. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> uh, now I feel yeah. bad that I almost forgot about Bobby and Hunter. Yeah, they're great. I want them to come back. That would put some life back in the show and some humor because they're hilarious. The cast was why would they be? In the space? cast was too bloated though when they were here. That's true. Uh, that's that's valid. I did appreciate when they kind of, I I guess they kind of acknowledged the whole like the the romance in this in this uh, show are kind of silly when like Trip was like ah <laughs> you you and I must have been together now. Yeah. Oh, you and I? No. <laughs> and he's just yeah. sad. And a little fan servicey, I think, because everybody was like, Oh, Trip. Yeah. Is he gonna go? Then it was I, I forgot how great Trip was until he came back here. He's not that great. No, he's pretty great. He's fun, but he right. never, like he wasn't that fun before. Because when he showed up before, it was in the midst of a lot of drama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um because his whole arc was really tied to Jer uh uh, uh Bill Paxton, whatever the heck his name was. Yeah. Garrett. Yeah, Ward's Ward's mentor. Mm-hmm. Right. Because the idea was they were kind of like brothers and then mm-hmm. but but Trip was not aware of the Hydra stuff. But like the the relationship that Mac and Fitz had in like the second or third mm-hmm. season when they became like buddies. Yeah, second season. Was the same with Trip and Simmons. They had like a buddy buddy relationship as well mm-hmm. because they were trapped in the same room when Shield fell and I I, I liked having that. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Well, there was some good Hunter. Uh, well, it, it was really season two where Fitz is brain damaged, which went completely away. But um, <laughs> I got where, better. As, as it does. Yeah. As it does. <laughs> as it does. Where he was brain damaged and just stuck on the base. But he was stuck with all these people he didn't know. So that's when like him hanging out with Bobby and Hunter was cool. Because like, Hunter... the whole thing was they didn't know him before. So they never. Mm. There, there was a whole plot line where I think he has a conversation with Hunter and with um, Mac. Where they didn't know him before, so they don't judge him. Mm-hmm. So they don't. He feels comfortable around them because they don't treat him weird. They're not like, "Oh man, Fitz is different." They're like, "Oh yeah, this is, I just know you as this guy." Right. So that was really good. Oh, Stinking Bobby Hunter were awesome. They also they were funny, they were cool, and they kind of filled that void, the season one void of um, uh, Ward, because Ward was spy guy who's cool. 
mm-hmm. and then he went away. So then we got these two new people who were cool and spy people, but they were also like kind of funny and snarky, <laughs> and they were like James Bond. Bob Bobby was the cool spy guy, and then yeah. Hunter yeah. was yeah. the funny guy. <laughs> yeah, but then I, he was also the cool guy who was like, "I don't follow the rules; I do what I want." Or do yeah. I? And then, and Are then my emotions Cole. real? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they were great. I miss them. Anyways, back to season four. Season Whee! four. Uh, my hope is they fly up in a spaceship in season five and are like, we're here too. And then they're just there. That's just my hope. <laughs> in the spaceship. Yeah, wait, let's, let's, let's address that. Go. Sorry, go ahead. The very ending of season four, because I am super confused about what's going on now. Mm-hmm. They, like, these they, shows end. They're in space on their way to bring Star-Lord to the Avengers. That's yeah. that's their... <laughs> Sounds like a fetch quest. Yeah. yeah. In, uh, um, in... <laughs> Never mind, go on. Yeah, I mean, like, who who are these people who they, who they like, they knew, like, I mean, Coulson seemed to know that this was coming. Um, or is he, and, or is he brainwashed so. now? Was that what... Uh, reyes was talking about right before he walked through the portal was like i don't i don't uh envy you was no. it because he knew that they were coming to get no. the team no. was, was this was it the u.s military who got them and then sent them into space i don't think nasa has that kind of budget <laughs> it's, it's a third party i think my my interpretation of the ending is uh in order to become the ghost Rider for two seconds colson made a deal with the devil which is going to come up later that's a okay. later drama. We're gonna we're supposed to forget about that first, uh. and then it's gonna kick him in the butt later. Uh, they're at that pub or whatever at the diner, suspecting mm-hmm. the army is gonna kick down the door and catch them, which they're well prepared for because they're spies. So they're not really worried about that because they're worried about Talbot getting mad. Right, Talbot <laughs> is still or Talbot, whoever is representing Talbot in a coma. I'm just spitting angry. No more Taco Tuesdays for you. Right, which is why they're just like eating food and being like, "Well, we're gonna get caught sometime. We're gonna have to go to trial." And then these other guys show up who are like not who they're expecting, and okay. that's why they just catch them off guard and zap them and fly them to space. Is that was how I read it? But I don't know. That's how I read it too. Is it possible that that is the Inhumans? Because that's what I was just humans are that's from space, possible. and so, and they also froze time in the diner. So they have some sort of superpower. If they mm-hmm. saw Daisy and all the supernatural stuff happening, they're like, well, let's just snatch these people up and yeah, it's use impossible. Them. I don't know how actually spacey the humans are. Their origins are from space and that they're like Kree-ish. Um, I don't know if they have spaceships per se, but I mean, that's definitely a possibility, especially for doing this in humans thing. Um, next the, season first. There was... There was that one guy who was holding the little, like, green device. Yeah. And then there was a bunch of grunts. And those grunts seemed to be wearing fairly normal military gear. Mm-hmm. Right? Am I re- am I remembering that correctly? That's, I think that's you're possible. right. But also, they were very silhouetted. So it's possible that they right. could have been like, oh, nobody will really notice if they're just in the gear we have lying around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Disguise. Mm-hmm. Also, how rude is it to... Walk into a diner and order some food, knowing that th- said diner is probably going to be attacked <laughs> because raided. you are there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. These people did not sign up for this. They know the guy uh, on the counter. He's a spy. Also, they all of them just diner dashed because they all got teleported away. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't pay for any of those pancakes. I mean, it's it's a completely different story from like you know. Um, crashing a nightclub because i mean one of the twins was there well not twins but you know one, one of the uh the koenig quintuplets. oh right oh yeah the, quintuplets uh, how many of them are there there was five of them now there's yeah, four we had a count okay yeah yeah similar situation but totally different reasons how are they gonna get to space next season dang it <laughs> maybe it's just back. all pat oswald's manning the ship <laughs> maybe maybe pat oswald Planet will be King. watching from mst M- mst 3k <laughs> yes him and felicia day are just up there <laughs> all right that's right i forgot about that uh yeah. i need to get into that i that feel like i would had i watched the original i, I recommend watching star crash that one is so funny this of the new show of the new show okay okay, okay. I, I may eventually i have all summer because you know not teaching Hey, <laughs> what do you teach? Uh, computer tech. Oh, cool. Yep. Cool. Yep. And uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I if if I can um, swing it, where where I never ever know a life where I don't have my summers free, uh, I'll be happy. <laughs> I I can yeah, live with that. Rad. That's pretty great. As two guys who know something about computers, uh, what is your opinion of the hacking in shows like this, where people are constantly hacking things? Mm, it makes no sense. Um, <laughs> I mean, Mr. Robot definitely did it best. Okay. Definitely, definitely, and it's a good thing that they did because that was the entire focus well, of right. the entire it's a show. show. About that, yeah. Um, yeah, and and like, I don't know. I, it's I I always get bugged when not not really when they portray computers in a weird way because I can just be like, oh it's... god, you guys are stupid. But um, <laughs> but I it bugs me when they just go like, oh yeah, two hours, I'll hack you up a solution, and it's like. <laughs> mm. <laughs> It takes a lot longer than that to even figure out what what system you're trying to like get into. Um, not that I do any hacking in real life. Um, we we love to make fun of the CW shows on the mm. raft. Yeah, we criticize. And there's one episode where two hackers are like the the good hacker and there's a bad hacker and they're both like hacking each other or whatever. And the good hacker's like, oh, it's he's too fast. So then, like, so then somebody else starts typing on the same keyboard. (laughs) They did that that joke in Chuck, I think. There's a clip. I don't know if I saw the episode, but there's a clip in Chuck where Chuck has to hack something. It's like a hacking competition. So it's like a dark room. Oh, with Freddie Wong. Freddie Wong. Freddie Wong is the other hacker. Of course he is. Yeah, and they have to. They're just typing really fast. (laughs) Is all they're doing. They're just like going crazy, but it's pretty great. Yeah. I do love that one um, website that is just like you, yes. you type random char- random letters mother, and it, it um, inserts text to make it look like you're hacking. Yeah, it's <laughs> black on green. Or yeah. Green on black. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's pretty fantastic. I also, for great hacking jokes, I would recommend uh, the short film Kung Fury on Netflix. Have you seen it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, stinking, that fake 80s uh, action game. It's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. But he goes to this nerd guy and he's like, I think I can hack you back in time. <laughs> so they hack time and space. And then he, he surfs a keyboard back in time. Yeah. It's, it's pretty great. Yep. Through a grid, like a purple blue grid. Uh, it's fantastic. It's stinking hilarious. <clears throat> yeah. Otherwise, it's mostly just holograms, right? Like just lots of holograms. Like, this is happening because of holograms. Neon stuff. That's, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the impression I get. Interesting. I do like the like user interface systems that they um that they portray in Agents of Shield. Um, they seem you know not outlandish. You know, mm-hmm. um, the hologram, the like the hollow table. Like I could imagine using that and understanding how to operate it. The hollow tables um, are great. Yeah, uh, that, that we use that as our intro for our podcast. The hollow table mm-hmm. scene, uh, <laughs> and I think their own one of the reasons they're great is because Iron Man came mm-hmm. first. Because Iron Man 1 and then Iron Man 2 has the best holographic interface in the history of holographic interfaces. Where Tony can just, like, first of all, it feels very natural. And he can, like, make a hologram of a gauntlet and then put his hand in the hologram gauntlet and it will move as though it's on his hand. And then he can crumple up stuff and throw them across the room and they go into a thing that says ding, 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 200 points. And that's, like, (laughs) the best thing in the stinking universe. I did read an article um, that was talking about how the like the the interfaces specifically inside the Iron Man suit. Um, there's there's like way too much going on for Tony Stark to be able to like comprehend, <laughs> if, let alone like respond to them. So the the um, the person who wrote the article, their little headcanon is that um, these interfaces were designed to distract Tony, and the suit is what's actually in control, and it's just giving him all this feedback so that he feels like he's contributing somehow to the process. No, all those circles within circles with notches cut out of that spin around his eye are definitely important. <laughs> definitely vital. Yeah. yeah. I, going back to S.H.I.E.L.D., I think it's interesting how the one reason I think a lot of people fell off the show early was that it was had a weak start, but also everybody was expecting Robert Downey Jr. to be on it and stuff. Really? Well, no, not not <laughs> not like that's that's a that was a specific example. People were expecting it to be very tied into the the movies, right? So yes. like, oh yeah, Thor will show up for an episode and it'll be fun. And like, of course, that happened in the first season and then really never again. Um, we got Sif because she's also like a TV level 
mm-hmm. actor. She's mm-hmm. also on Blind Spot. Um, and surpri- I don't. I, the, when I go back and think of this, it's a shocking it even happened. But uh, Samuel Jackson was in like two episodes of the show. Yeah, which is yeah. actually insane when you think about it. <laughs> and I mean, and one of them was the pilot episode, right? So that made sense. Oh, yeah, but then he, he was in three episodes. He's in three episodes. I think he's in the pilot. He's in an episode where they make a joke about putting a fish tank in. The yeah, bus. that was at the end of season one when they had wrecked the. Um, the or maybe the, it's only two episodes. Not the not the Zephyr, whatever they called the first yeah. plane. The the bus. Yeah, but he saves Fitz and Simmons. Like he saves their lives. Like that's oh, a yeah. plot point. Samuel Jackson saves their lives, which is bananas. And I think people were expecting that kind of stuff to happen a lot more. Mm-hmm. And when it didn't, a bunch of people were just like, "Well, this show's not good. It's just about <laughs> it's just about low the car that can fly." And then they just left. Um, yeah, when they had the excellent tie-in to the events of Winter Soldier, I was expecting like right. every time that we had a Marvel movie for things to dramatically be affected in the show. And and so I was like telling people like, if you want to watch Agents of Shield, you make sure that you are watching it in order. Along with the movies. And as it turns out, it doesn't freaking matter well, anymore. What I was going to say is it, I think it does. It's not as blatant because that movie was about S.H.I.E.L.D. the organization. Right. So the fact that it made a huge impact makes sense. Um, yeah. But I think they've, despite the fact that they've diverged and they're almost basically separate now, um, the tones shift every time a movie comes out. Mm-hmm. So some of the small mm-hmm. movies, like they made a reference to Thor where they're cleaning up the garbage in Thor, the Dark World. <laughs> they go to England and they pick up all the trash from this that movie yeah but we don't ever actually see them doing that they just that, that it's a line that they throw out right no there's a scene in Was the there? first season there's a scene where they're in england where thor the dark world happens and they're picking up the trash from the like the end fight of that movie and colson's uh, like huh. why can't loki and thor ever send the god of cleaning up after themselves <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's just something snarky yeah um but, like, that was a kind of a small reference, which is not huge, but whatever. But I think tonally they've acknowledged the movies, and I think we see that in this season a ton. With, the, with the magic and everything. Exactly. It's what you're allowed to do. The, the biggest gun they jumped was the Inhumans, where they just did their own thing, and that was surprising. But, uh, yeah, including magic, because now we're acknowledging... Because until the movies acknowledge that we're acknowledging these things, they can't do it. So mm-hmm. when they acknowledge that, we can do it... Um, I think the fact that we're in space now is a testament to the fact that the movies are going to space because we had Guardians kind of in its own little bubble. Well, actually, when Guardians came out was kind of when they sent Simmons across the galaxy. Right. They started. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. So Guardians was like, yes, everything in space Marvel exists. So it's like, okay, we can shoot to planets now. Cool. (laughs) But now all the characters from Earth, like the Avengers are going to have to go to space soon. The next Avengers movie is going to be in space um because it's going to be about thanos and stuff because it's going to be you know the big end game Mm -hmm. so now that we're acknowledging that earth-based stuff like the avengers and uh thor and stuff like that are going to start going spaceward shield is now allowed to go spaceward is what it feels like so they're kind of tonally parallel where they kind of shift in the same directions uh, despite not really being connected anymore right yeah you can you can totally watch one or the other without Without really knowing what's going on in any of the other stuff, mm-hmm. do you? Th- but, but you'll see similar stuff. Do you think that they do that so that they can reuse special effects from the movies on the TV show? Because like <laughs> they had the sling ring portal at the end of this season from uh, from Doctor Strange. Hey, did you catch on to that, Ian? Um, you know, I haven't actually seen Doctor Strange oh. yet. Um, I I usually avoid going to movies uh, in the theater um, because wow. I uh, am am very put off by the theater system um (laughs) but uh uh and so i've been i've been kind of waiting to rent it and most of my other housemates aren't really into the idea of watching um dr strange because they're angry that uh they cast a white dude as dr strange Mm. uh so i need to find like an evening where i'm just by myself (laughs) yeah they they should have changed up this historically white character to not be white (laughs) well no he was isn't he turkish no Right? No? I'm pretty sure he's just white. He's pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty right. sure he's just white. I mean, people I, who wrote these comics were not exactly uh, progressive. Okay. Uh, pretty much every white and probably superhero racist. was white until uh, Black Panther came out. And then they're like, and uh, he was very Maybe African. in 20 years we'll get some women. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I hear that it's a, a great movie and I need to go see it. So it's a 
good movie, you need to go see it. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a fun movie, and you should see it, I would say. It's a Fair fun enough, movie enough. and free red box codes every couple weeks. Woo! <laughs> I also own it, so if you just want to hang out, I mean, I own every Marvel movie. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that uh, you don't live uh, too far away from me, so, hey. Oh, well, you you're stalking me because I don't know where you live exactly. Well, I, I, know, th- I know that we both live in the Twin yes, Cities in because we saw each other in, in, at NerdCon, yeah. so. Yep. Mm-hmm. All That's right. I got. I'm pretty, I'm pretty satisfied with, uh, with our rundown of season four here. I think like thirty percent was us talking about season four, and then the other sixty percent was like, <laughs> the other seventy percent was Making just rants on everything. Making connections to other stuff. Yeah. That's the great thing about this show; it all connects. Mm-hmm. We probably made more connections though than uh, the show itself does. Oh. <laughs> Did I go there? <laughs> we played safe. All right. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. I have been Ian R. Buck. You know, I think I forgot to mention that at the beginning. Um, that's my name. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter as Ian R. Buck, um, and you can find uh, the my my podcast network on Twitter as the Nexus TV. Hey, I'm Tyler Zabel. You can find me on Twitter at Tyler T Y Z A B S. You can find this our our version of this podcast and the Raft uh, on SoundCloud as the raft the mcu podcast i don't know if you'll be able to find it it's certainly not on itunes because i'm too lazy to figure out how to do that <laughs> it's actually it's not too tough once you've got your rss feed set up which you already do because otherwise i wouldn't be able to listen uh, well, I, you better show me where it is because i don't know where <laughs> <laughs> and i'm will miller you can find me on twitter at willer xx miller have a good one everybody bye bye, bye. <laughs> that was good. that's how we do